You're listening to the Laugh Factory Podcast Network. For more shows, visit the podcast page at laughfactory.com. It's the after laugh, after laugh. Welcome to the after laugh, after laugh, after laugh. <laughs> after laugh, man. <laughs> Go ahead, pull up a chair. Hey guys, welcome to the after laugh. I have a new friend here, Maddie Hansen. Hi. How are you? Good. How are you? Thanks for coming. Thanks it's, for having it's me. It's in my yard so, at night. I like it. You're a lady. Nice. You don't know me, so congratulations <laughs> okay. for for coming and we're trusting outside. me. We're out, we're outside, and you're like, okay, yeah. I'm safe. And we're we're socially distant, so yeah. for people who want to like, you know. <laughs> um, we were talking before the show. We're both comics who. Um, who are concerned about cancel culture. And that yes. is definitely a topic that comes up a lot in this, this podcast. And it feels like every week there's a new thing yeah. um, to talk about a regarding it. I also scare. feel like it's weird. One of the jokes I do, <laughs> it's like my new op- my new opener mm-hmm. on the road where I say, um, I've talked about it in the podcast where I go, I go, my dad's Trump supporter, my brother's a cop, my mom's name is Karen, that's the honky hat trick, <laughs> it's the white trash trifecta, I'm like, okay, I say white trash, I don't want to be canceled, then I go into this whole thing about like, you can't even worry about being canceled, and if you defend someone being canceled, yeah. you'll be canceled, it's like a cancel culture traducan, yes, and then I say, I say, it's the new, cancel is the new C word, right? Like, it's the new C word, you have to be so careful. Speaking of cons, I went through a breakup <laughs> recently, so that's like kind of like my. Because at that point, I'm like, okay, if they're on board with me after that, right. then then we're good right. for the show. Um, and uh, I think the reason I've been thinking about it a lot is because yeah, it is a thing now where if you defend someone who's been canceled, that's where it's scary to me. Yeah, very. Because yeah. Chris Hansen, The Bachelor. I don't want to go too deep in The Bachelor. Chris Harrison. Yeah. Chris Hansen's a guy. I'm a Hansen. Yeah. You're Hansen. I'm a Hansen. But isn't Chris Hansen the guy in uh, Dateline NBC to catch yeah, a predator? Uh, yes, that's to catch a no predator. Relation. No relation. No <laughs> relation. Um, so that to me is where it gets really crazy is yeah. if you're someone who goes, hey, maybe don't give this person a hard time. Yeah, or maybe don't destroy your life until you have the full story. Yeah. And I also feel like it's transitioned from being a thing where th- if you did this, if you touched this woman or grabbed this woman or said this, like it was you know rape, assault, harassment, misconduct, and now it, and then once it starts trickling into like the DMs and stuff, then then it, that's when I start getting afraid because I'm like I've for definitely me too, for DM'd me too, um, culture. You mean? Well, just I think they're kind of like conflated. They now are, too. yeah. I mean, I. I, I just feel like we need to treat these. There's different levels of <laughs> Me Too. We can't put everybody with Bill Cosby. <laughs> but that's and, sort of and like. with Harvey Weinstein. But, but that's sort of, but that's sort of the issue. Yeah, is everything is conflated to one heap of. Right. Creeps. Thing. Yeah. And, and I don't like to be the guy like, as a cisgendered white person, yeah. I struggle so much with it. Because I am definitely entitled. You right. Know? I mean, just last and, year. I got pulled over three times and I was given a warning. Yeah. That is some white privilege that, right there. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And I'm sure it I look is, at you and is. I'm like, we look like we're from the same plant <sighs> of white. Yeah. The Aryan <laughs> race. <laughs> I don't think you can say Aryan. You can say Aryan. You can say, you have to say Norwegian. Sorry. You can't say Are you Aryan. Norwegian? No, I'm kidding. I'm no, just saying. I'm Norwegian. Okay. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah. Yeah. What, what, is, your, what is your heritage? I did 23 Nor- and me and it was like basically just, I did what a joke about it. Are you Irish? 
Yeah, I got it for, yeah. Irish? How clear uh, is that? Welsh? I did, uh, yes, Irish um, and Welsh mostly. I basically did 23andMe, and I was like, it was basically just a picture, like they sent me an envelope as a picture of like a pasty Irish ginger blown into <laughs> an alley for Guinness, like it's all it was. Like nothing cool. Like, it's a no, cheese Danish. <laughs> there's a little bit Norwegian. I like 7% Norwegian. Yeah. Well, probably everybody because we all went and like raped every, the original rapers. We're the Vikings. Right. So that's why you have like reddish hair that's like a because a couple of fucking leprechauns were raped by some vikings yes and that's why leprechauns <laughs> have red hair <laughs> that's a scandinavian the poor uh, pacey unhealthy <laughs> irish were raped by these frothy muscly vikings <laughs> yeah. and that's me that's yeah. my family so you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> is that because you're tall too how tall are you uh i'm five nine five nine yeah yeah um so you are did you did toy through me you did the, the no test? my mom did it i i haven't done it but yeah but I mean, I I know like quite a bit. I don't know like it's like serious Norwegian. Like you have family in Norway right now. No, that's what's weird. So I'm like half Norwegian, half Swedish. But my parents are from Minnesota. So if you like are in Minnesota for a few generations, it's all. I mean, you've been there, right? It's all like. Well, there's a lot. You know, what people uh, are real about America is a lot of Germanic. people. Yeah, a lot of different groups go to different pockets of America. Yeah, like, for example, like a, a lot of my listeners went to Detroit. Right. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of Dutch people, and a lot of Swedish people went to Minnesota. Right, Minnesota. And German, yeah. And German. Germans, right. So, um, no, my family has been here since like the 1860s, but we're still only, we're still like homogenous. <laughs> I like. I love how you say 1860s, like, yeah, we didn't own slaves. So you gotta. We like, didn't own slaves. And, I say that in my act and, too. And uh, we're from the North, so probably didn't even see them. We probably killed some uh, Native Americans. I oh, Native Americans. I want yeah. to say Indians, but. You can't say Indians Native Americans anymore. You can say. Yeah, no. You, I do th- you know, Indian. it's so funny because I, I, I have a weird, I think like most people, I have mixed feelings about everything regarding language and piece yeah. of language. I do think well, it's, it's evolving in all the general time. to be, it's better yeah. and we should always get over our egos yeah. and adopt. Like for example, if someone wants a pronoun that I'm not, I'm not used to, I will address them the way they want to be addressed. I for sure. agree, but I don't like it when people get mad when I can't tell what you are. Or like, <laughs> I'm going to call you, like, I would say you're a man because you look like a man. That's very presumptuous to, of to you. To me, <laughs> yeah. But like, if you're going to get mad and say, I don't go, you know, that's where it gets kind of difficult. <sighs> yeah. And it's also weird when people, like, I also understand you want to give respect to, to marginalized communities, but... I don't want to I put mean, he, him yeah. on my Twitter bio. I mean, I don't... Because... Do you feel like everyone should have to or just people who want to specify what they are? But my, my point is, like, I don't think you should have to. I think that was part of the problem with... Um, some, maybe it was one of the people... Gina Carana or whatever was yeah. canceled. Like, she did... She made a joke pronoun thing, she, like, <laughs> we, us, or something. I forget what she did. Yeah, she did yeah. something silly. And they were mad at her for mocking the idea of the right. pronoun. But... I don't know. I just think that's okay. Like, if that's what we're getting mad at. Right. Then we're do doing th- okay. Do you think that's that people it. get mad because they're actually m- mad? Or do you think it's just like a, no. an extrapolate form of FOMO where people just want to take down anyone that's successful? And if they find an opportunity, they'll do it. Because I, I had a conversation. I don't, think, I don't think anyone's actually mad. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, a lot of people haven't been working in like a year, all this stuff. So you think it's all all quarantine related? I mean, it was around before quarantine, but I think it's all bubbling to the surface because people are so bored. Yeah. Don't you? I mean, I've been working the whole time, but a lot of people haven't. What what do you do for work? I work at a, (laughs) um, it's called table art. It's like a tabletop 
store, but it's we mostly work. It's like project based. We mostly work with like designers and stuff. It's just mm-hmm. really expensive, like dinnerware and stuff. Dinnerware. Yeah. Oh, it's just not like granite tops. It's like no, it's like no, it's like dinnerware, flatware, and then like vases and chandeliers and stuff like that. So really fancy but people come in. Really fancy people. And you got to be like huge, mm-hmm. high profile clients. Yeah, but. We do, were, you, do you get clients? Do you, is that part of your job is getting these fancy clients? Well, I'm a showroom assistant, so I'm not even one of the salespeople. I just kind of like help yeah. help them. But so you don't get like a percentage of sales? Uh, No, I don't. The salespeople do. I do not. Well, it's time for you to move yeah, on up, Maddie. Yeah. But we were looted back in May, like really badly because it's oh. right on Melrose. So Melrose we, and what? Oh, Melrose I know that. I know that. Crescent. Yeah, I know that. It's area. right by the. It's right by the Improv. Yeah. So it took like almost a. I mean, like six months to reopen because it was really bad. Like everything was destroyed. So everything and was. Di- yeah, we were there that taken. day, and then we had to like leave, and we like. I saw saw on the, the fact cameras. that like fine cutlery was taken during. Like, mm, this would no, be a nice little. No, the funny thing ladle. is, people didn't know how expensive things were. So yeah. there were like seven thousand dollar vases that they would like s- smash, and and then they would steal like desk chairs that are like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What like seventy dollars? Now was the like, company? They didn't realize that, was the company uh, like when that happened? Because nothing I had got looted, obviously, but yeah. um. Did, it was insured. Is that what I know. Well, I know that there was a big discussion during during the uh, riding over the summer that people said, "Hey, look, relax. It's everything's insured." Yeah. And the counter argument was like, "Sure, things are insured, but this jacks right. up insurance prices, and insurance doesn't cover everything. It also people can commit insurance fraud. It, it's just it's a recipe for a lot of bad things to happen. So, with your company, did the process of getting insurance i mean did were your owners were they okay with it they were okay were they traumatized with it. i wasn't because i had to no they were fine because yeah. they came out okay yeah yeah it sucked for like us who had to like clean it all up and it recounted and like it was just a yeah it was a nightmare and a lot of stuff's from europe because it's yeah you like, weren't there when it happened obviously no we had to leave early though because the yeah. riots were like coming down the street yeah. or whatever so we left and i was like uh I mean, it's like two white people and two black people, and I, <laughs> and I was like, they can stay, but <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. getting out of here. I know it's that I do, I do uh, jujitsu, and the place that I train is on La Cienega, yeah, and and not not like necessarily the best neighborhood, but um, the guy who owns it put a big sign like black owned. Was it? No. See, now I have very mixed I saw feelings a lot about of that. signs like that too, and I was like, I don't know if these are all. I mix feel because I understand own. he just wants to protect. At that point, he's like, I want to protect my dojo, right? And because f- it's just glass, like all. But the like, what if glass. people found out that it wasn't? Then they, that's the you thing. Know what I, mean? like, I was, why? I was there, and everyone that is like a member there knows. Yeah, it's I was not. there, and then this woman came up, a black woman came up, yeah. and she said, "Is this place black owned?" I've never, she's yeah. like, I've never seen a black person coming around yeah. here or a black owner, and I, I was like, I don't know, it's not my place. You can you can talk to the guy; he's yeah. not here. And she was just very, she was like, if this isn't black owned, that's fucked up. I go, I've nothing. I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. I also understand the reason But a lot the of the looters weren't, I mean, it wasn't the rioters. I mean, it was like, because we saw it all on the camera. It's like the rioters left and then it's just professional looters that show up in black SUVs with like bins. Oh, really? So it's not even like normal. So people riot and then people come with SUVs like. It's yeah. Like, it was, I mean, it wasn't like the, oh I mean, God. there were like peaceful, you know, protesters of course, of and course. stuff and it wasn't them. Yeah. But then there were people that took advantage of the situation. Of course. Like after, like once everything was, you know, the doors were broken down and stuff, people went in and took stuff. 
Yeah. There was like a little shopping queen. It was like this like gay guy uh, in booty shorts. We saw him on the camera and he, <laughs> he like got bags and he was shopping. He like shop around the store, pick something up, look oh, at the great. price. Yeah. And then a bunch of women saw him doing it and they went and got bags and started <laughs> shopping. And that's the it thing was is, funny, yeah. <laughs> the problem is with with like morality and people. Yeah. Because most people like if they know they won't get caught, they'll do it. They'll do the shitty thing, particularly in this town. Yeah, like the pictures of people at like Nordstrom and stuff after it burned down. You're yeah. like, these are like normal people. Like soccer moms. Yeah, these don't like, look like des- people who are on their last, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, no. like these, look, these are, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like soccer moms. <laughs> Yeah, no. A friend of mine, Gross. he was in Santa Monica, and there was. He said he went into the oh, yeah, store. They, they did a lot of stuff. And he was just like, Monica. "Well, I might as well just loot a little." He like took like a Snickers bar, and then he said he felt so bad. A Snickers bar. He took like <laughs> one thing, and they felt bad. They helped clean up for the next like three hours. <laughs> That's funny. Um, but it is a very you know when when that was happening this summer it was obviously, again you you, you always want to help out. You always want to be on the right side of history. You always want to give people a voice, a form of expression. Yeah. But I always feel the problem I'm having is that there's nothing consistent I see I don't, from I agree the party that. that I you know have always aligned with, who's a Democratic party. Now I just right. go, I, nothing feels right. consistent. Um, and as a comic, it's it's weird because um, I, I don't feel like victimized. Oh, I'm a white man in the business. and Like, whatever. You need white supremacists? For a fucking movie, I'm your guy. You need right. a cop, <laughs> I'm your guy. I, right. I won't be a rom. I won't be a romantic lead in a movie again. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. Fucking put me in a cop. You put give me a, a yeah. fucking white hood or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You gonna pay me sag rates? I'll do it. I don't give right. a shit. Um, because it's just work. <clears throat> but uh, how do how do, and as as a as a white female in business, do you feel? Because I feel like there was a time like after me too. Like all of a sudden, I was like yes, women, yeah. women. Now your voice. Now it's like okay, white women, take a, take a seat. <laughs> It's not your voice. It was your voice yeah. for like three months. Yeah. And now it's like, now we got to give it to other women, but not you, woman. Yeah. I don't know. Just I just us. never follow any of the, I'm just not like a social justice warrior for anything. Like, yeah. And that's the thing too. That's actually what kind of annoyed me with, um, I mean, I did. I just never really posted anything through all of this for either side or even about during the election or anything. Yeah. But when people like shame you for not posting things, it's like, like well, why would square, I start now? The black square on I Instagram. I didn't post that. Like, I don't see. Yeah. That. Why? Why would you? I don't see like Instagram as like <laughs> advocacy. Like, what do you? You know what I mean? Like, I'll give my money <laughs> no. where I want to give it, and yeah. I don't have to go and tell everybody what I'm doing. Yeah. To it's support, really. It's to really a shame. That. That like, I do. I just feel like the shaming part is like. If I haven't posted ever before, it's not like I stopped posting yeah. about politics when that happened. I just never have. Why would I? Why would I? Start I know it's now? very bizarre. I remember when the black square happened on Instagram. And why does that? Why is that the only thing that means that you support? Yeah, black people or the movement. That's not of the course. only only thing that makes. But no then sense I started hearing people getting shamed for not yeah, posting, and then and then a, a black woman on a podcast one goes like, "What are you white people doing? We don't give a shit about your black square. That's it was what my it wasn't even said. meant to be what you think it was meant to be. It was yeah. about like." It's about like the music industry originally, really, and it got co-opted by like these these white women who made it into something else. And they're like, "You're actually fucking white it women up with purple hair because we're doing hashtag Black Lives Matter to find out what's happening, and you're doing that in your stupid fucking Instagram." So I heard that. So then, like, if you if you did a certain hashtag, then it kind of like took it's, the attention away. It from screwed up the communication right. for the people that were involved in the movement. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was enough just to like not post anything at all for a week and <laughs> <laughs> nope. let everybody. Nope. I mean, you're canceled. Yeah, you're canceled. Now I do want to get back to your story because um, we came in hot with we the politics. We came in hot. We did. Um, <laughs> you uh, you are from San Francisco, and yeah, I was born down here, but I grew up in San Francisco. I uh-huh. went to USC, so I've USC. been down here. 
for a while, yeah. Yeah. Did you go to USC for acting or? Yeah, I did. For acting <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? Like, that's a terrible I don't know. Thing. The first thing I. Well, I yeah, I, it I, just seems so hacky. I majored in, yeah, I majored in I went acting. to school for acting, yeah. Yeah. And then um, my minor's uh, American history. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. I think American. I, I was thinking about that too the other day. Like, like American colonial history, history, which now I'm like I don't even want to tell people that. That colonial history, like oh, antebellum history. Yeah, antebellum. Is it? Hmm? Yeah, racist history. Um, it's weird because I think about if you're a teacher teaching American history now, it's almost going to be like okay, here are a couple pamphlets. What would you uh, do about everything that happened pre? Uh, 2016 and here's the history book from 2000 like I, I feel like all of American history is just about the past four years the thing that really <clears throat> bugs me and I have a I have a daughter who's at Berkeley oh, right yeah, now yeah I know oh, and wow. she is and she's great she's is she a fresh, uh, are they at school <laughs> yeah like they're open and yeah I think most they, she's I at think Berkeley it's back and forth yeah wow so she's part she's at the crucible of, of yeah. intellectual left them i know i'm and how do you how she's do you great i mean you know i used to joke about if she was a tinder date i'd be like check please but as my daughter i have to be very much like let me listen to what she's saying right. let me listen to the ways right. that i say things that are problematic or offender because i do want to be better i do want to be better for my daughter and i and i do get that um do you guys get into, into arguments we don't get in arguments we definitely get in we definitely Tips. get into discussions the main discussion i have with my daughter is um and I, and I have this with a lot of people, which is, um, look, I agree, I agree with you. I think that you're mostly right. I think that you have more empathy. I think you guys have a lot more knowledge and exposure and less ignorance than my generation, definitely my parents' generation, yeah. about everything. But with that knowledge should come actually more empathy. I, yes. Mm-hmm. And the problem is, it what comes with it is this sort of weird breed of arrogance, and that's always like a staple of any new generation. True, um, any true. emerging generation has this arrogance of like right. we've figured it out and we're the better generation. Yeah. And her generation, because she's like twenty, the Gen mm-hmm. Z generation, they have this real sense of like they're the first crew of humans have figured it out. Right. And look, I'm not saying that's not a hundred percent wrong that they might have that we may have evolved to a place where they have a much better understanding of, of human uh, dynamics. But at the same time, she looks at my grandpa, my grandpa, my dad, her grandpa, who's an old school Republican yeah. Trump supporter, late sixties. Yeah. And, um, no, not late sixties, uh, seventies, late seventies. And he, and he's a great, he's a great man. So I have to tell her like your grandfather, Olivia, that you disagree with politically. Right. And you think he's on the... He is one of the best human beings on the planet. Right. He is a he is a saint. And someone's politics doesn't have to necessarily align with who they yeah, are as a person, their morality. And I think that this generation doesn't see that. I know. That's made me very sad, this... Like we were talking about earlier, this election. I just don't... I don't know. I, I don't understand how, how people can only... I don't know if it's just because I I just don't remember that from when I was younger where I don't remember like my parents friends or anyone like if they voted differently than my parents I don't remember you wouldn't wouldn't just own someone uh, yeah yeah or I I even had like friends threaten me and stuff or or, you know it's like you can't even be (laughs) what are your what's your parents your parents live in San Francisco so they're probably super 
they probably grow their own weed. I mean, what? No, what yeah, no. My friends are from Minnesota. No, they don't. They don't. No one in my. So they're very. They're weed. very. Are they very conservative? They're very conservative. Okay. Yeah. And they move San Francisco. I know. I mean, I don't like it either. There, but like, <laughs> San Francisco, San, or outside. I hate San Francisco. Outside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I mean. So you don't have to walk through the poop every no, day. No, no, no. It's. Yeah. I mean, it's a suburb. Yeah. What part? What suburb? It's like east of San Francisco. Are you it's like San Ramon? No, I'm not. I, just, I, I don't identity. know if you know that area. <laughs> San Ramon. San Ramon. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. No. Where are you from? Are you from California? No, I'm from Virginia. Oh, yeah. I like Virginia. It's beautiful. I like Virginia a lot. Yeah, it's very beautiful. I want to live at Mount Vernon, but is that in D.C. or is that in? It's Maryland? in Virginia. It's in Virginia. Yeah, um, it is. No, it's very. I was just there. I did a show at the Arlington Cinnamon Draft House. Wow. Uh, and it was great, and I had like high school Lots people I knew from high school showed up. Um, oh, that's cool! And, and I and I drove. Did you around. like growing up there? Or no. Did you feel like, oh, everyone here's so? Uh, I think also if you grow up somewhere that's very, um, like provincial. Extreme, like a, no, I mean like San Francisco's a very <laughs> yes, very extreme, and then I'm sure Virginia's a, a di- parts of it are like a different extreme, you know. Vir- Virginia for me was. Um, but maybe not. Maybe Virginia. I mean, everything kind of, is kind of like a, va- a, a vague haze of like what my childhood is. But basically, it was like it was very simple. I had two older brothers. Yeah. I had a dad. We were lower middle class. He was a government bureaucrat. My mom didn't work. Uh, she had her fucking martinis out of Tupperware, <laughs> and <laughs> and um, we just did the thing. We went to public schools. Yeah. My public schools were mostly black ever since I was in elementary school. Yeah. Um, my my particularly my high school was a very like rough. Really? Sort of famously uh, rough high school called T.C. Williams. There's a movie, Remember oh. the Titans, about it. Yeah. Oh. Um, and it was just a very mixed school, and there was a lot of, um, I think in the 70s, there was a lot of racial violence, and then in the 80s and 90s, and the 90s when I was there, it became like, there's just so much drugs being run through that school that um, it just became very sequestered. Like the yeah. black people hanging with black people, white people hanging with black people. Yeah. But that was how it came up, which is part of the reason why when I first started doing comedy, I would do like chocolate Sundays, do the urban rooms and feel very comfortable right. because, and speaking of canceling, like I did so, I had so much material that's like quote unquote racial right. that I'm doing in black rooms. Yeah. And I've always felt that the only way to do a black room don't go there, but yo, man, what's up, dude? Like, don't try Cringe. to be something else. Yeah. Just be yourself. Yeah. And don't be afraid and right. say things like, you know, I would say a joke like, uh, yeah, Jesus. Oh, my first girlfriend was black, which is true. Yeah. And my dad didn't approve, which is also true. He said it was against the Bible. Because she was black? Because she was black. He thought that he thought the Bible said the races should be separated. Right. Right. I've talked to him about it now. He's like, I never remember saying that. I'm like, nah, dad. Mm, I do. I remember Is very your daughter well mixed? No, she's super, super. She's actually, the mom was Swedish. Oh, okay. Yeah. So super, super white. She looks just like me. It's crazy. Anyway, so um, I go, I go, Jesus was, I, I, I have this whole thing where I, you know, I, 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 I find this funny as a comic to elevate a group and then smash them down. Yeah. Constantly. Whether it's men, women, anything, yeah. anyone, just go back and forth. <clears throat> so I would say it's so weird that my dad was raised as good. I go, first of all, the first people on the planet are from Africa. Eve was a black woman. And of course she did on Chocolate Sundays, you're like, Oh yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> and I go, I'm not saying that because she was made from a rib. And then and then that gets them go like, oh shit, because I'm making like obviously like a hacky joke about like black barbecue, <laughs> right? Um, 
and I go, Jesus was black. And I say the reasons, different reasons, blah, blah, blah. And I say like, if he did any work at all, it was a miracle. Um, and so the crowds, like they're, they're getting like, oh shit, I'm jabbing at like the culture. Right. If he had, he had to walk on water cause he couldn't swim. Um, <laughs> and, and they're, but they, but they, I've never been in a situation where in an urban room, it wasn't recognized as me doing stereotypes in a way where we could all have fun at the absurdity <clears throat> of the stereotypes. Right. Right. Um, so it's like, who's offended? White people. So white people. It's always them though. Yeah. Like if I were to do those jokes in a room with all white people, they would, they wouldn't shit? like boo me out of the room, but they would just be so uncomfortable. They if I did that room in a, I could do a room in front of a hundred black people. I could do that in a room in, a, in like a prison full of like black inmates and they right. would love it. And I did. I and actually you, did a prison and show could, and I did that. You probably couldn't even and say it, Jesus in front of white people. Oh my, Jesus, how dare you? You can't even like bring up like religion or anything. Um, and that people. was like They're a, so touchy. Yeah, that was a fun part of, of stand up for me was kind of like lampooning. And, and it wasn't, I, I never thought of it as like, oh, I'm being hacky. I'm doing long hanging fruit. I just thought I'm taking stereotypes everyone can relate to and kind of try to twist them in an interesting way that everyone can have fun. And then I would For make sure. fun of white people. I'd be like, Eve could have been white. A white Eve would be like, um, is that apple organic? Yeah. Uh, I only like, I only like honey crisp. And an Asian Eve would have eaten the snake. So I have like, you know, <laughs> so I just go after everyone. And yeah. by the way, when I, I did, mean, when I did, um, uh, what, what, what's the, oh my God, I'm so stupid. What's the USO? Oh, when I toured. Oh, that's cool. Part of the, one of the things they said to me was, if you do anything r racial, yeah. you have to make fun of at least three races. It was like a <laughs> role. That's funny. You're like you, and I get that. Like, you can't just harp on one. You right. Know? Um, so that was kind of, anyway. So for you, being being a white woman doing in comedy, what was your foray into comedy? How did you go from acting to comedy? A lot of a lot of times people go into comedy, because I was an actor first. Yeah. I was like a, a Broadway, off-Broadway actor. And oh, I started wow. doing comedy, because I just felt like, I was doing a lot of new plays in New York, and yeah. I felt like, these some of these playwrights they're treated like they're treated like gods and sometimes they write fucking shit in I a know. film or a tv or totally. and i felt like i wanted a voice yeah i kind of feel the same way um and i guess because similar to you like i had a theater back i didn't have like a film background like i didn't yeah. grow up as a child star. i grew like up doing like shakespearean actress yeah i grew up doing like did you do shakespeare shit I've done I was, Shakespeare. I was yeah. so bad at Shakespeare. It's not, yeah, it's not my I don't forte. Have a, I don't I, have the mouth for Shakespeare. I don't have a natural, yeah. I like it. I do like it, though. He's canceled right now, too. I don't know if you heard that. He was canceled Shakespeare's this week. canceled? Yeah, he was canceled this week. Well, what was he canceled this week it's for? It's like, well, joke's on you. He didn't even write it. <laughs> <I don't>, um, <laughs> That's a very inside baseball joke right there. I love yeah, that. Christopher. Um, it was Christopher Marlowe. Christopher Marlowe. Um, well, who cares? Someone wrote it. That's the other. What that's was he canceled about? I don't just say just, like sexist things and like oh you can be canceled for sexism now it's <laughs> like anything oh, shit. that yeah <laughs> like well I'm sure I mean there's lots of things you could be canceled I thought Anyone sexism be canceled was still was still okay I thought yeah. the only thing I thought it was like racism and racism. transphobia was the issue sexism is just good old fashioned comedy yeah as long and yeah right no is this thing one anyway. <laughs> hello so how did you, I don't know I did, don't know what he's canceled for something <laughs> you just heard it. It was, yeah. on, it was trending on Twitter. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I didn't even want to read. I don't it. understand. I, like, I don't care. Speaking of San Francisco, they just removed. They just changed Newsom? school from Abe Lincoln. Oh, I was like, removed Newsom. Yes. No, uh, Abe Lincoln just got like they're they're 
changing schools that have Abe Lincoln oh, in the name. The, why? Why him? I don't, I don't know what the deal. I haven't looked into the Abe Lincoln thing, but apparently Abe Lincoln did. I think Abe Lincoln did something like maybe he at one point he owned a slave or. He didn't. He never owned a slave. No. Or at one point he. He changed his views a lot. But okay, that's the thing too that bothers me. Like he changed his views a lot as he his like presidency went on, and by the end he was very woke. But I think it's kind of unfair to look look back and totally cancel historical figures because of they were of their time. I know. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, I mean, I we think we can go back and be like, yeah, that was like bad, and I'm glad we've evolved. But we can't we can't throw away like you know all their their whole like body of work with. Well, I think because they, because they were of their time, and it's like all you people would be the same way. Like you think? Yeah, it's a very interesting question because I know that. You think if they went back, they'd be different? No. Well, the big the big sort of corollary to that is in any time you ask someone about Nazi Germany, like if if you were in Germany during mm. Nazis, they'd be like, I wouldn't fucking be. I would punch yeah, the Nazis right. in okay, the face. Sure. Yeah. And so I know that Jordan Peterson used to have a class about that. He yeah. goes, he goes, if you guys were around during Germany in 1930, he goes, would you join the Nazi party? Raise your hand if Jordan you would. Peterson and the entire it. class is like, I wouldn't. Never. Of course. Yeah. I have integrity. And he goes through the whole class and everything that happened, all the propaganda, the way that people was twisted, the way that... A lot of people did not have a choice. <laughs> yeah, the, the fact they didn't have a choice, the fact that the information that they were exposed to, because there was basically one state unit oh, exactly. propagating stuff. Yeah. And then by the end of it, how many people would be a Nazi? Most of them were kind of like, well, and yeah, like I would probably their, be a Nazi. Right, and given how desperate they were. After World War One, the communists and the shit. Are, yeah, you know, you know history. Yeah. What's your most interesting uh, what are my most facets in? of, of American history that you like the most? Like when you think about American history, like well, this I like is the what American like. Revolution a lot. Hmm. Are you a big Hamilton fan? No. I well, yeah. I mean, I do like it. I'm not like a big Hamilton fan. I didn't watch it for a long time because I was like, this is. You were I, I was just to it. yeah, and I was just bitter that like all of a sudden people were interested in it. You're like, I've been. I went yeah. to school for this, and now you care. No. I mean, um, it is interesting because it did bring a lot of people's attention to... I, yeah, and now I kind of realize that and... I so do, you saw it on Disney? I do appreciate it. Yeah, is I saw it on Disney. I didn't see it live, but... And did you like it? Yeah. Do yeah. you? Did you like it? Well, I have a very I have a very weird connection to it because I... It, um, is, it is good. Yeah. I, here, excuse me while I brag just a oh, little you're, bit. Oh, you know some of these people? So I did a play with... Uh, Tommy Kale, who directed me and played called Lombardi on Broadway. And then his next play after that, or two plays after that, he was the director of Hamilton. Oh. And we were kind of friends. So I went and I saw it in the previews off Broadway. Oh, cool. And I was also friends with Christopher Jackson, who plays George Washington. Yeah. Um, I had like, and it was hard to get, even like the first, the, what's it was the second plays, week, uh, it was so hard to get George tickets. Washington? Yeah, he, I really, really like him. Yeah, Christopher Jackson. Shout out, I think Christopher he does Jackson. A, he's like one of the best Washingtons. Yeah, like I think he really embodies Washington. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he it's took hard it very to embody Washington. I think he does a really good job. And my he, mom's a really big uh, he, George Washington. Yeah, uh, and he took it very, very story. seriously. Yeah. And he he added a moment in there where when Hamilton talked about how he was he fell short of his mission trying to like abolish slavery. You see, you see him like in the back, kind of like having a moment of realizing like. The fact that he had slaves was, a, was something that he wrestled with. You right. know, I think that most people Which I think who he did. yeah, I think most people really do deep biographies of Washington realize that he wasn't like a proud slave owner. He was like, "Fuck, I'm here in well, the situation." He was a proud Virginian, so I yeah. mean, that's 
yeah another thing is a lot of people then kind of saw yeah. themselves of their s- state exactly not you know obviously i mean because they're w- f- from all accounts i mean remove the stupid bullshit you hear in elementary school about the chopping the territory like george washington was an incredible fucking man he was i mean the stuff that he did the fact that he could have been a king and he could have like had i know and he like abnegated his power just because it, this I is know. the way it's supposed to be yeah they would have done anything for him totally um, it's so funny how people were so we forget how like British they were back. Then. I mean, they were British. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we don't like they weren't like Americans like us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were yeah. still getting in their like fancy like yeah British powdered wigs from Britain. <laughs> like it's just kind of funny to think about. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, American accents. <laughs> so when they when when I I went I was on a date and I took this. Girl, see Hamilton. That's nice. And yeah, right. For first time. <laughs> That's I, really I, nice. I never, I never was it to, before I never the hype? Oh, it was. It was the way that like, and I've had I've had this experience, and I've had this discussion with a lot of people about word of mouth and how word of mouth works, and it kind of works in in independent film and film same way it works with theater, yeah. which is um, if there's like three week max, right? If there's a film out there that people are talking about, mm-hmm. you'll hear about it within three weeks, mm-hmm. three times in three weeks. Right. Um, like Promising Young Woman. Like right. there's a time like you keep hearing about it. Okay, I'm going to watch it. If yeah. a film, if you don't hear about it in three weeks, and then it's probably not going to be that much of a film. It doesn't have an abstraction. Right, right. So for theater, particularly, it's such a small community. It was like if from the first preview, if it's good, it's gonna, everyone's going to be talking about it within three weeks. Right. Uh, even quicker, it's a, a quicker shelf life, like a week or two. So the right. first week of Hamilton, right. it was like everyone was talking about it. And it was like in the middle, it was like January where no one was seeing theater. That's crazy. Um, but I got tickets because I knew Tommy and I went down there and I actually, he goes, hey, you got any notes for it? <laughs> so, I, so I watched it with like a critical eye to give him notes. Yeah. And actually very recently I went back That's in so my funny. email. I'm like, what did I write? What did you write? I feel like I should read it, but not now. Maybe, maybe I'll read it to you afterwards. Okay. But I, I go because I'm also Remove very all like, the white people. <laughs> <laughs> I was very like, I, I, it's one of my side hustles. I do like I do a lot of like rewriting, ghostwriting, and that's cool. Um, so I was like, what did I write, Tommy? How bi-? and it was like a it was like a fucking ten page email. Did you see any of of those? Cre- Here's the thing. The- Here's the thing. The notes that I said to him. I go this the base base of notes were like I said the first act of yeah. this sh- of this show is the best first act I've ever seen of any musical ever I number mean, one yeah the first act is damn near flawless I think and, it is yeah and, and I said the second act starts to become an issue yeah I go the issues I have with second act is you have this like line of tension between Hamilton and Burr that you spent so much time the first act developing the parallel lives, the daughters, everything. And all of a sudden it goes slack because you start focusing on Hamilton and Hamilton's son and then his affair with this woman. And that was like a long drawn out scene. And this woman look, it's like you, you play into the idea of like woman as vixen, as siren, you know, look at these great men that get taken down by women type of story, which I said, it could be like sort of sexist. I go, it comes across a little bit sexist, just, you know, And and I just went this whole thing about that, and I go, and then when Hamilton and uh, Burr come back, when that story gets ignited again, it's like then it's like back to the then they have a duel. It's like yeah. it goes away and it comes back really quickly. And I felt that was a problem. 
And he wrote back. He goes, he goes, yeah, those are good notes. I goes, we're trying to figure that. He goes, you're right. We're trying to figure that out. We're trying to wrap our yeah. our minds around that very issue. But then I was also like, you have to introduce the thing with the son. You have to introduce the thing with the woman. You have to, you know, in order to tell the story, you yeah. can't discard it or the yeah. story doesn't get told. Right. And I was just trying, I thought maybe it was just a little, it got a little laden right. in this, in this area. Like the scene, when I watched on Disney Plus, it, I felt, I, I couldn't tell if he had yeah. taken any of those did notes. It, I think a little bit. Did it change a lot from when you saw the preview or no, not really? Because I, I I never saw it on Broadway. I saw it on the preview, yeah, and then I preview. saw it at Disney Plus. Um, but the the preview to the it, it just was like a, so much tighter and, and everything, yeah. the choreography, the yeah. music, and stuff. It was, I mean, it was like it was a there work. Of, things you didn't remember too, though, like yeah, details. and also it's a work. You, you, Tom McHale and and Lin Manuel are like two of the smartest human beings really, in the fucking business. Yeah, They're both fucking. For sure. I mean, it's a, it's it's a shame that Lin, not a shame, but Lin Manuel is sort of elevated as the like soul. And Tommy Kale, for my money, is the smartest person I've ever met in my life. Wow. So I'm kind of like, Tommy should be getting the fucking credit yeah. for this. Because he basically co-wrote it. He co-created it with Lin-Manuel, but doesn't get the that credit. That happens a lot. <laughs> but I don't is think he Tommy, bitter about or he doesn't care? No, he's I don't like think he cares. Because he's just like, he's just like, he's just like a good guy. Yeah. And he's just super well-liked and super fucking smart. And I'm sure he's still reaping the benefits of it. So oh, yeah. I don't, th- I'm sure he's. He has a baby with Michelle Williams now. He just bought a house oh, and he's really? doing fine. Yeah. Tommy Kale is doing fine. Yeah. Um, I think he's going to be, and he's still like, I think he's probably like 36, 38 really? maybe. He's wow. still young and I think he's going to like. Um, That's crazy. Uh, you know, he's going to have Oscars and fucking everything That's else awesome. and shit. Yeah, of course. That's very he's, young. Like I say, he's he's, he's a fucking genius. Uh, um. So anyway, yeah. yeah. So that's so funny that I fucking wrote a ten page email to Tommy, and at the very end, I that's go. That's really funny. At the very end, I go. I said, I said, oh, well, I said something like, ah, oh, fuck what I wrote anyway, because you just wrote the best musical of the past century. Yeah. Wow. And I ended up being you right. Called it. Um, it is really great. I mean. I guess that's not saying much for musicals because most musicals don't I mean, have a good. Well, I do like musicals, but I mean they're silly. Well, like the it's usually just like trying to put a plot together so that you can yes. like a, a bunch of songs and then throwing together a plot. Yes. Like Mamma Mia, where you're like, or cats. Why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think musical used to be like you have the songs and then you try to like cobble together a a story yeah. together. Um, also, the thing that I remember when I was hearing about Hamilton, like, oh, it's Hamilton, like rapping Hamilton. And they've had like they had sort of some shows with rap in it before that were kind of like mm. I know I guess maybe that's why I was at first hesitant I was like I don't think I'm gonna like this <laughs> it's yeah. not really a genre of musicals I like yeah and then and, it was much different than I thought yeah and then when I sat down to watch it within five minutes I went oh yeah I guess that's I kind get of it. that's kind of what happened to me too because the two things first of all yeah. the amount of information that you can t- give an audience through rap yeah. versus like, right, singing. I was a young yeah. boy <laughs> and I arrived on the shores of America. Right. You know, he True. got, he, True. he apparently That's the, the f- I think I it was something think like that. the first f- of the biography, the Hamilton biography by Ron Chernoff yeah. that he bases off of. I think I have the Washington one. I've never read I the think Hamilton the one. first, it's Ron Chernoff, right? Yeah. The writer. Mm-hmm. I think the first rap song I think it covers the first like 350 pages of the book. Wow. That's crazy. Because it gets all the information. That's pretty cool. I never thought of that. There was a fund. He got here. He came in. He was smart. He started, you know. Yeah. They told Um, his entire. And it got so much. And that's like the first five minutes you go, you get the whole fucking. 
you get exposition in a way that doesn't look like exposition, right. which is always a trick. Like whenever you watch a movie and someone's like, well, well so, so good you're back yeah. from school. It's been four years since you were here in your hometown before the monster killed everyone. You're like, okay, yeah. you got to give me the information. Well, and in a way that's like audible. Like, you know how like sometimes with, through songs you don't really know you know, especially musicals, you don't, hear. you don't really know what they're, yeah, you don't know what they're actually saying. Yeah. And I guess rap, it's so a little you know, bit articulated that you do it. It's, you know, yeah. More start to, Although yeah, I did tell true. people, I said anyone over 50, like definitely get the fucking, the yeah. thing, the little ear thing that you can read the words because it can be hard to follow too. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, anyway, that was a long yeah, was segue. A long we were talking about you. No, that's okay. Um, I like <laughs> colonial <laughs> American history. I like, uh, I'm a big like old movie buff. I like like the 30s and 40s a lot. That's like my favorite time period. So you like 30s. you like movies where people are like, hey, say, what do you yeah, mean by that? that. And Jimmy what I Cagney. keep thinking, I hope I, I I'm sure you've heard this before. I hope you think this is a compliment, but you have John Wayne eyes and Sli- a nose. slightly get- retarded. You mean? No, no, no. I've it's never cool. heard anything. Has about it, anyone told you that? Like from here? No, I'm totally look. I have Asian eyes. From here? No, they're John Wayne eyes. Like here. What does that mean? Uh, squinty? <laughs> no, they just look, I don't know. You just look like, once like I saw I could it, I could, Like I could shoot an Indian and not think twice about well, it? We know that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Likewise, but if, <laughs> but um, I don't know. You, Interesting. Well, I've once I saw that. it, I couldn't like stop seeing it. And then your voice just started to transform and I just, I feel well, like, I, we, partner. I feel like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I feel like, I don't oh, know. Wow. That was so strange. John Wayne No one's ever told you that? He's John big, Wayne? No, yeah. but by the way, he's also canceled, you know. I know. and John Wayne Airport is no longer John Wayne Airport. Yeah, I know. And uh, I was upset, and then I did start to read some of his yeah, interviews. He said with like Playboy and stuff. I'm like, okay, like this is, he this said, isn't what did just. He say? He said stuff like, well, the black oh people my. don't really. He said, I, yeah, just because I, not because I read this every day, but like because I just read it when yeah. I heard it was canceled. He said something along the lines of, we shouldn't hand over power to the blacks yeah, until they're all fully bad. educated it was pretty bad it was for, pretty for, bad for, for even even I mean, in and this was like in the was 70s yeah. yeah but yeah 1970 like that's not that if it was ago. like 1865 and he was in congress you'd be like okay i see his argument and his point of view if someone if, yeah if but 1970s and, after yeah. the civil rights movement after Martin that's Luther pretty King died, bad. It's pretty bad yeah he said some other stuff too Pro- uh, i think he talked about the, the native americans in a way too yeah, he said yeah. about them. But then all his wives were, like, Mexican. Oh, really? Well, yeah, isn't like, that always the way? It yeah. wasn't Hitler part Jew. Yeah. Isn't, like, right. self-loathing always connected to, like, you yes. know, loathing connected to self-loathing? Yeah. No, that makes sense. But, yeah, what he said was actually really bad. I mean, I do believe That's that a lot of racism comes from um, jealousy. I think so. I mean, don't you think the people who are usually the most racist are the people interacting like it's it's like clan mentality not yeah. not the clan but like clans like yeah if you're you know people who are living amongst each other g- competing for yeah jobs for whatever for yeah. uh, you know yeah it's whoever you're you associate with most i feel like that's where it stems a lot of the time yeah right i guess so i i don't really like, know what the solution is yeah, I mean, we can't solve that tonight, but... <laughs> oh, by the way, the, the thing that I was um, I was going to talk about, there was a bit that I want to work on. You talked about how Abe Lincoln's being canceled, Washington's being canceled, all these historical figures yeah. from the time period you got your degree in are yeah. being canceled because yeah. of the context in which they lived. And I, I thought it would be a very funny bit, like talking to your 
Like imagine being a grandparent talking to your kids and like, oh my God, dad, you were around during the 20s? Was like, well, let me tell you, son. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And you go into this whole thing about this what happened. There was a pandemic. And this Trump was like, da, da, da. And, you know, he wasn't. And it kind of comes back to, as he talks about, um, he brings up Obama, right? The yeah. granddad, I, forget, I was so stoned when I wrote this, but the granddad brings up Obama. <laughs> and his son's, and son's like, wait, you voted for Obama? Dad, he ate meat. <laughs> can you, ugh, like, how can you fucking, like, we're actually tearing down the statue at our school because he, he was immediate. Like, you know, That's the idea funny. that in a hundred years from now, a I have a feeling. In world? Well, I have a I feeling a hundred years from now, like, meat is going to be, you can't eat meat anymore. I think the probably world. Probably not even a hundred, but. Probably, yeah, probably, yeah, exactly. Probably like next year. <laughs> well, I mean, you hear what Bill Gates is doing. Bill Gates is making no. a whole initiative to remove meat. Interesting. And make meat all. And I do probably think that is the way to go. And I do think that if you look back, like I do, carnivores are probably going to be on the wrong side of history. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, so imagine that just all these everybody from the beginning of time till now. Yeah. So every well, that's kind of what so the deal is, right? So everyone will be in the same boat, I guess. It won't matter if. You, I mean, how many? All the slave owners are off the hook because everyone's canceled. Yeah. Like, I mean, how many like abol- How many strict abolitionists were part of U.S. history? None, I mean, none of the founding fathers are strict abolitionists. Jefferson, Madison, Washington, Adams, none of them. So um, I think that that's... So now we have like a situation where something else is going... And Obama, for example, he was against gay marriage up until his second term. Well, people remember what they want to remember. <laughs> yeah. And so can you imagine the fact that like yeah. people will look back in retrospect and go, Obama was... He was against gay marriage and he ate burgers. Yeah. Tear down the fucking statue. That's scary. Maybe know, in I'm, your daughter, maybe in your daughter's uh, <laughs> lifetime. Well, that's the thing that I, I, that bugs me the most is these young kids who just kind of go like, I read this tweet from this girl. She was like 17 or something. And it was like, Abe Lincoln did some okay stuff. <laughs> but he was, he had a lot of other pro. And I'm like, just from her perch and her yeah. private school or where the fuck it is. Yeah. And her entitled fucking Hello Kitty. I mean, they just think it like, they think no one's going to come for them, but it's like, they're going to they're going to come for you next like you're you know what i mean like why do people that's what i do find a little bit perplexing is why do people feel so safe to say those kind of things because like you don't think there's nothing in your past that people could twist or or that maybe not even have to twist like maybe you did do something or say something i mean i will say this why are people so because i'm not sure Like I don't yeah. remember everything, and that yeah, I don't I don't have a Twitter, so at least I don't have like it. Written. Oh, that's good. You have a Twitter. I don't. That's yeah. good for you. Yeah, so I don't have it like written down. But it's like, why are people so secure that they? I should delete my Twitter for sure. But it doesn't matter. It's already <laughs> out there, right? Is it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know how the internet works, but like, <laughs> it's in the clouds, right? Like the cloud. <laughs> but not all nerds have total access to everything I've written on Twitter, right? You have to but go how down. How are people my st- finding out how who who like the like the uh, bachelor because we're, the a, contestant we're talking a about? Because a nerd will go and just they go, oh, she's famous. Let me scroll and they find out down how her everything. parents voted. How do they do that? Is it just because they're they're posting stuff or, or liking like, a page for? This Donald whole like web sleuth thing, but the web sleuths they they they're not like uber hackers like anonymous. They're just like they're dorks just, like, who have a lot of time. Yeah, they're like and comics. They're like unemployed <laughs> comics. So they yeah. So I think they just kind of like I think if you just put the time in, you can yeah, find you can this find shit anything. out. But if I deactivate my Twitter, yeah, they can't go into they the can't cloud. Can they? It. 
Can they I mean, find a way? Unless someone's out there like making screenshots of your see the thing is some, someone to, to just just in. to it was like when I first you came out of school enemies <laughs> when I first came out of school um and I went to NYU grad school and I you know was, where'd you go NYU grad oh, school you did. for acting oh, cool. so when I first got out of school like I was on a soap opera so these people would would. You know, they kind of, okay, this kid's 23, 24, he's on a soap opera, they, they kind of bank on the fact that I'm going to be famous, right? Interesting. So they, they go, hey, I just want a headshot. And so all these people would ask me for headshots on, on, the, on the soap opera, and I would send them a headshot and sign, oh, this yeah. is a fan. But then like years later, then yeah. they were trying to pawn them on eBay to sell them because they thought like, oh, if this guy gets famous, right. and I just found it became a thing that these weird dorky people would do. It's so it was just this new crop of actors that would come out. They would yeah. buy up all their headshots. Oh, I'm a big fan, other than they never saw their work, right. and then hope that if this person blows up, they can sell it like a trading oh. card. Yeah. Jokes on them. I never so, blew up. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sucker. So, yeah. so I'm sure there are people that are maybe doing that with like tweets. Exactly. If they think, oh, this person. This person it. might get. Uh, and my, yeah. I, I had a. Uh, I, guess ex- I guess I could. I had a Facebook exchange with this this group of people that was like. And I was really. And they were really nasty to me. And I was really nasty back. Why and I was calling. Why? Oh, people are losers. Something said they were talking about like Nazis taking over the U.S. government, taking over the police academy, and I was like, like, "Say that every president." So I said, "I said I go look. I'm six foot tall, two hundred pounds, blonde hair, blue eyes. (laughs) I've never been recruited by the Nazi party. I think we're fine. Like if the Nazis were around, someone would come up to me like, "Hello, would you like to hear more about our organization?" That's a bit I did. So. So I don't think Nazis are, you know, like it's never like, wouldn't you come up to me and be like, that guy looks like a Nazi? Yeah. No. So I don't think it's a real problem. It's not a real threat. Yeah. They're not on the rise. And um, they just started coming after me. Like, you don't know the fuck. I've put like this fucking soccer mom. I've punched Nazis in the face. I'm like, yeah, sure you did. She punched Nazis in the sure face? Sure you are a Nazi puncher. Mm-hmm. And they're like, blah, blah, blah. And then just start coming. I looked at your career. Do you have a bunch of shitty movies? You haven't done shit. You're a fucking, like they're coming after me. And so then I just yeah. go. I go, well, at least I don't look like you, you jab of the hut fucking dumb bitch. Look at your stupid... F- like, I would just come after them, like, yeah. the way they look, or if yeah. they're fat, because, yeah. like... Because that's funny. That yeah. always wins. <laughs> yeah, it always wins. Like, yeah, you can shame to- my career, but if you're fat, you lose. <laughs> yeah. And this one person said something like... They were coming... And, and that just, like... They're all coming after me. And I was like, fuck you. And someone said something like... I forget what she said. And I said something like, you have to, I said something like, oh, I know it must be really hard to, to like, you must spend hours having to actually get out of bed and, or to to leave the house to look like a woman. So, um, blah, blah, blah. And then she said, I'm trans. Uh Uh-oh. So now, hot button, so now I made, I was, I thought I was just making fun of like a woman yeah. That was not that attractive. And now you're like, I'm like, well, that I still stand by my statement. But now <laughs> I'm, take I'm, a while. I'm yeah. coming after a trans woman, right. which is like, I'd say I don't want to do that. Yikes. I just thought she was just some fucking nasty woman coming after me, but she's trans now. All of a sudden, there's a whole other round. Did other uh, so all these people started people? coming in? Yeah, and they all get, started coming in. And the, they all said like, the "Who's this guy? Fuck this guy! We'll get him canceled. We'll get this? him fired." That's this must have been 2016 because it was oh, right okay, when was Trump got ago. right when Trump got elected, and when people were, were kind of crazy people about. People were going nuts. Yeah, that was. And I was like, delete, 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 delete. Yeah. But I'm sure someone screenshotted it. And I'm sure if anything big happened, if I got an NBC show, they'd be like, look what he said to this man. Oh my God. To this. <laughs> to this. Yeah. Man. 
Yeah, it's a shame. Wow, scary. But we're supposed to be talking about you, Maddie. No, but I like this. I want to talk about <laughs> angry trans people. <laughs> yeah, and it's funny because I do have a I do have a bit that kind of has come and gone. It's been ish viral ish to a degree where I talk about as as like vegan foods as a, as a transgender of cuisines. And I go, I'm a soybean, but identify as a buffalo wing. And then I go on Caitlyn Jenner. I do this whole bit about Caitlyn Jenner. Um, she's horrible, huh? She's horrible. She's and horrible. Not just because she's trans. She is horrible. Well, here's the thing. And, so people ugh. come at white women. Yeah. No offense. Yeah. They get on my Twitter. It was right. on the Laugh Factory. And then on my own person. And they just, on my Instagram, they start fucking shitting on me. You fucking transphobic. And then trans women yeah. will come on and go like, no. Fuck Caitlyn Jenner. This guy's yeah. totally right. I found this hilarious. Yeah. So all yeah, the actual. Why, why are they assuming they? Yeah, but that's we, how it always goes. It's not the people who are offended or not. Yeah. Well, here's the weird thing because because the umbrella of the LGBTQAI plus I community is so large right now. And now you have the non-binary type and non-binary actually they run counter to the trans narrative because the trans narrative is very binary it's like male or female you transition to so, be a male or to be a woman right. and the non-binary is like we're all just fucking yeah squishy whatever it's sex so i thought the trans community remember the thing with jk rowling where she said yes uh, women there's only two genders yes and to deny that would be to like deny women to belittle like my experience because she was like raped or whatever but also it would just kind of like and yeah say that's insignificant but but like if if you're seeing like the trans community is very like like they acknowledge just two genders <laughs> yeah then why did they care or like, who was it that was going after her? Well, the <laughs> is my question. Was uh, this just more like random straight white people? Well, it was also like <laughs> the, the, the non-binary crowd, right. which is a different, which is not the same. But what is? Where did this? Where the? Where did these come from? <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, that's but no. Whole but I other, actually don't understand. Even, that is, we can't even talk about it. It's way too many. No, but that's just one I don't even like. Un, like legitimately, I don't understand that. Uh, you know, and I talked to my daughter about this because she Your she dog? is oh, daughter. my daughter. She is not. She's uh, it's so funny. I have a joke, but it's true. She goes, I think like, Olivia, it's okay if you're a lesbian. She goes, Dad, I'm not a lesbian. I'm sexually fluid. I'm like, never say that to me again. Ew, yeah. I don't want to like, picture just, fluids. Fluid I don't want to picture my daughter in fluids. Yeah, it's the fluid part that's disgusting. Uh, don't like, if yeah. you're you're a squirter. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah, that's no. pretty. Um, Gross. Yeah. So I don't. Yeah. Can I think of another name? I don't care about people being yeah, sexually, sexually fluid. fluid. Oh, but then like, she think goes. Of a different name. Oh, she said. Then she it's said. It's like saying you're sexually moist or something. Like it's that gross. <laughs> then she said something like, um, "Ew." I think sex. Well, I think sexually fluid went out of fashion. I don't think that's a word. I don't think that's a term anymore. I think the term is non-binary. So now it's non-binary. Yes. Okay. So but it I, went well, from sexually fluid to non-binary. You know what? I'm okay with that then because I do prefer that to sexually fluid. So yes, if if it's non-binary then but fine, the trans community the trans movement is very binary which is True. part of the problem is well, that i think nobody a, knows what's going on anymore like, how are you going to expect people like my dad in their like late 60s to know what's going on do you know what yes. i mean like i feel like this is the, this is like what my dad understands of what's going on with like race yeah. and sexuality and this is what's actually going on but but i feel like he's in there's a probably probably people like your dad yeah like, how are they it's not even that they are i guess they are ignorant but it's because like their their life in yeah. the 60s was so much different than what's going on now like how yeah. are they supposed to understand this so exactly Is that a generational and thing? i think that um like my over like a couple christmas ago my dad's like i'm trying to understand about the the transsexual community and she's like 
It's transgender, well, but he Grandpa. Is trying to understand. Yeah. So Do I you told know what her, I, I mean? said, I still get upset that he got the fucking thing wrong. He doesn't. But he is. If know. he's saying he is trying to understand it, we can't get yeah. caught up. He is trying to understand. So it. from but from it's her, very foreign from, to him. from her point of view, yeah. This is this is where I think it all boils down to. She feels like. Because at one point I'm like, you know, the BBC just approved a hundred different genders. I go, what do you think about that? And her, her point of view is like, what difference does it make to you? Who gives a fuck? Let them identify with a million genders. Like, like why would you take umbrage with but the fact that they're... what do you think, uh, what, what differentiates the genders? Because, like, what is it? Because to us, it's like just anat- anatomy. <laughs> like, there's one or the other. Yeah, no, gender becomes an expression of, okay, so like, it's not like psychological a, a, traits, of mood, of different, you know, whatever. It, it's and, and it is very complicated. And if you break it down in terms of a mathematical sense, yeah. it doesn't make sense. But it's but confusing she's like, to it people doesn't, yeah, so her that are like, older, too, because they were yes. told, like, oh, there's nothing. Like, our par- my parents' generation, it's like, it was the whole, like, oh, well, men and women w- should be equal. And so they're yeah. the same. So now we're saying they're not the same. And also, there's 98 other yes. genders. Yes. So it's like, I guess, depending on what, you know, generation you are, this is very confusing. Yeah. And I think her point is, like, it doesn't, like, it's okay if it's confusing. Mm-hmm. Let it be confusing. It's not about you. Let them let people but have. But then don't get mad when we don't understand. That's it. the thing. Don't, that's it, a thing. When we're ignorant and don't get it, then don't get pissed because yes. we. Yes, use the I agree wrong with that. I agree. Whatever. With that. I think I think that's where everything. That's where the main problem right. is, mm-hmm. in general, with this society. Like for example, like Rush right. Limbaugh died. Yeah. Right. And obviously, I'm not a Rush Limbaugh fan. Right. I always thought that he his rhetoric was a little fiery stuff. I'm also right. not dancing on his grave on twitter right and i'm also like we gotta like that yeah, that we isn't gotta stop. that's not the way you can't fight fire with fire too it's like yeah that's it, not the way to heal a country it's just like when one of the voices of the Republican party goes down you just fucking go after him like but that's what i don't understand is why people are, are so blind to uh, the other side and like treating people as you know yeah well, it's like back not in the human. back in the day when I was at yoga. Whether like, whether they're bad people or not, I'm not saying. Yeah, I'm not of course. passing judgment on whether he's a good or bad person. But yes, like, just treating people like was well, the same thing. Like when I was doing yoga, people were like I want to get enlightenment now. It's the same thing now. It's right. like right. you are so you are so you are so non-compassionate. Go fuck yourself. Yeah. So it's like people don't understand the irony of the fact that yeah. they get angry at people right. for not being compassionate. Well, be compassionate. That's also the solution from your end. Exactly. And then Chris Hans- Chris Harrison says that, and he gets <laughs> fucking canned. <laughs> yeah. Right. No. Exactly. But also, like as far as he goes, it's like, well, don't back down. I mean, I understand the pressure too, but he he gives this huge apology. And he's like, okay, I'm stepping away, and it's like. Uh, but I have a theory. I have a theory. What do you? Yeah. My theory is he's been doing it for how long? He's probably like over. Yeah. I'd be over that. Twenty show. years, eighteen years, yeah, twenty, he 20 years. Probably like, thank God. He has all the money in the fucking world. He's already a producer on it. Right. Um. I'm sure he's a little bit over it. And I think that already ABC slash Disney was like, you're a white man and this role is a host. This season was the lowest rated season ever in The Bachelor. The least amount of viewers. And my understanding is the people who are running the show are like brilliant. Like, Like they're all Harvard grads and they've, they've, they really know how to mechanize this thing. And they, we're like, fuck, this shows how do we create a controversy? So I think this is all a setup to rent, re, to introduce a black female host. I think Rachel Lindsay as the new host of The Bachelor, yeah. which will be the big She's reveal. She's the one that got it. That he so I think, I think, I think with, Chris right? Harrison is, yeah. So I think Chris Harrison's actually kind of like, he, nothing is done without, like, yeah. if Chris Harrison goes on TV and goes, like, oh, I'm not part of the woke police, he knows what the fuck he is doing. Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not so True. stupid that I wouldn't say like, oh, well, the, I'm not one of the woke police. Like, right? He's you not. You know right. that's dumb. So right. I think he was. No, you're right. He, 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 it was a very crafted thing he said, yeah. so that he would step away. But then he she would come in. Certain that sucks. Like that's his. Right. He, and it's fucking cares, one of his fourteen mansions. He yeah, didn't give a right. shit. True. Who cares? Yeah. Um. And now, the, now I'm sure the Bachelor's writings are going to fucking go through yeah, the fucking roof totally in the season finale, be. and they're going to reveal the new black female host, and that's the fucking plan. That's probably true. Yeah. Wow. I think so. So I think we've solved everything. We've solved everything. Um, I never even got your story. How, how long have you been doing comedy? How long has it been for you? Mm, uh, like four years. Four years, Well, yes. for like with stand-up. With stand-up. Yeah. What was the thing that most got you in stand-up? <clears throat> Um, oh, we did start talking about this, I guess. <laughs> um, oh, I just wanted to, I, I don't know. I, I guess I was used to being like on stage more than like film. Yeah, yeah. And so it did feel like more like a, of an easier like transition. And same thing, like I wanted to write my own yeah. material. Like I didn't, I didn't like going into, I don't know, going into auditions and stuff. And I felt like I wasn't auditioning for the roles yeah, i felt i was i just felt like i was auditioning for the roles that they, they yeah, thought well, i'm I sure like you have whatever. a commercial agent i'm sure you're always like the the woman with the, the, the young married mom or something well, like that's, that well i don't have one but that's gonna be yeah if i do that, yeah that will definitely be me now for yeah. sure yeah um but yeah i just wanted to write my own my own stuff i guess yeah and you, is that kind of why you got into it i mean <sighs> yeah, I guess so. It was it was it was kind of like I I I'd been such a goofball. Yeah. And my friends were like everything I did was like was just phys- I was like a f- like I was in a dance company and I would make like parody dances. Yeah. To make fun of people. Did you try improv? And so I really don't like improv. I don't like improv. Yeah, I don't like it either. I mean, I guess I, a lot of I just I, I tell you why I don't like improv yeah. because I think it's it's fake that people pretend that they're a team who cares about each other. <laughs> no, you don't. Because right. what happens is one of them blows up and they're gone. Right. And the no, other that's guy's true. Like, Fuck that guy. Yeah. And they're all like, "Oh, I'm so proud of him." No, you're yeah. not. He doesn't give a shit. He's gone. Yeah, that's probably true. It How is long true. Have you been I hear comedy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> God, what year is 2021? I guess this is like 2005. 15 years now? Okay. Coming up in 15 years, yeah. How'd you have time to do all that, though? Because you did, like, a soap opera and off-Broadway, Broadway, and It was great. The be- it was some of the best times of my life. I was shooting a film you, like, during the day. You, this all in your... And then I was doing a Broadway show. And then after the Broadway show, I would skip curtain call. Yeah. And go do a gig at a club nearby. Oh, really? Yeah. And that oh. was, like, that was, like, my perfect life. Did you and I was have... rollerblading everywhere. Really? Did you have a kid at this point? Yeah, but she oh, lived wow. with the she lived with the mom. Did where did she live in the same state? Now I'm just being nosy. No, that's a whole. That's a whole. I'm just that's nosy. a whole. It was she. I have. She is from a one night stand. Oh wow! With my talent manager at the time. Wow. Uh, who was going to make? How old me were you? Twenty three. Was your is her mother older? Yes, her you? mother is ten, ten, oh, okay. eleven, twelve, twelve, twelve years older. I guess. Um, yeah, and the mother was very deliberately trying to get pregnant. Oh. Yes. And you were like... And I was like, yum, dong, and full of, come on, you know, and I was full of... Anyway, yeah. so yeah, I was just, just like, she was like, I don't want to rep you, I want to I want to have sex with you. I was like, oh, how dare you? Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> 23, That's like, what funny. do I know? I was just like, yeah. Was, was your family shocked? Yeah, yeah. Were you shocked? 
oh my god i i it, I, I dropped out of the business for a couple of years i just couldn't really? fucking I basically moved back home it like my whole everything like I, my first show was a broadway show my oh first my tv god. was a lead i was like fucking like, on fire and all of a sudden this happened i was like and I didn't have, wow. and it's it's interesting now because I look back because you look at like what your life is in totality, what it means to be a person. That's pretty young to have a. And I realize, like, man, I just didn't, I didn't have the tools to handle it. Right. I'm not blaming her. My daughter's amazing. I'm so blessed to have my daughter. Yeah. She's such a. I'm, she's gonna be my buddy for life. Um, the mother, unfortunately, is, is very ill. She's very, she's very ill. She's very mentally ill, and um, it's it's sad. And I wish she wasn't. And I'm sure she wishes she wasn't. My daughter wishes she wasn't. Right. Um, but um, and I'm not. I don't mean like that bitch be crazy. I mean she's like right. very ill. Lives in her car. You know. Oh. It so has she, no relationship with any of her family. Like you know. So bad. your daughter. Oh. That's and my sad. poor daughter has to deal with it. It's very tough. So she just does she live with you during when she's like home from school? Um, she has like, spent time in my. You know, she's stayed here when yeah. I was out of town and stuff. Um, yeah. You know, if I've uh, my place in Austin, I want her to come and, and stay there. Yeah. And um, she's she's awesome. And it's a shame that you know that her mother, the help never really worked out for her. You know, right. I don't know. She was on and off meds. And sometimes people don't realize about mental illness is that is that. Um, and the thing for me, yeah, I realized too. To <laughs> well, yeah, a that, but yeah. b also like the big thing for me was realizing that like it wasn't personal. Like I used, to, I had so much anger towards her, yeah. towards the mother, for trapping me, for for the things she would say to me, the way she would verbally, emotionally abuse me. But then I realized, then you get to a point, you're like, oh, it's not personal. She's yeah. just, she's ill. She's yeah. not, you know, I'm just in in her way right now and in her mind. So she'll just say wow. whatever she can. I mean, it, look, it took a long time to get to that point. Right. Um, but meanwhile, at that, you know, I kind of like had, I took a way step back in my career and everything kind of stopped. I'd like kind of moved back home because I just didn't wow. like, I was a golden boy. Like, didn't make sense. Like, no. I can't, I can't deal with this shit. This, this doesn't happen to me. I was embarrassed. I was ashamed. I didn't want to tell my friends. I didn't want to tell my parents. Oh, no. um, That's scary. And then you realize like also yeah. like, wow, Bill, like in, in, in fairness, like I did not have the emotional tools I should have had as a 23 year old man, 23, 24 year old man to deal with it. You know it's what I mean? I, sh I should have. Yeah, it's sure pretty young, but like I'm still like I'm not 18. I'm not 17. I right. should have like had been able to be like making steps towards responsibility and, and, and adulthood that I was still kind of I mean, I'm still already a Peter Pan. So this is like. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know super i was very immature and i just thought that like life was a playground and everything worked out perfectly for me so when this happened it was just like this shouldn't happen to That's me i went to princeton i graduated cum laude did you go to princeton i, mm -hmm. I oh, went to i went to so cool. nyu grad i'm a broadway like everything was like this can't happen as wow. opposed to like okay here's something in life let me deal with it right it took me years well, to get to that point to, wow that's a big thing to deal with though yeah, and I think it's. Did you find out? <laughs> I'm just asking you know the questions on your phone. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> Did you find out right away? No, was I I, I, I met my daughter when she was like almost two years old. So you didn't know until then. No, because the mom thought the dad was Matt LeBlanc. Breaking news! I think I've talked about this before. Yeah, the, the she was repping Stop. Matt Le, LeBlanc. They were having an affair. She does the same thing to everybody. <laughs> I think she slept with three of her clients because oh she was 36 and wanted to get pregnant, and then she was like. She's like, she's like 36 times clicking. 
I'm going to bang three of my clients that have the best DNA. Oh, this is like Mama Mia. <laughs> yeah. And I think two, one of them was Matt. Musical. The other one, was, I think, was a very famous client. And then me. So I was like the one guy who wasn't rich <laughs> or famous. You're like, I would have, yeah, they would have had more, like, they would have been able yeah. to handle it maybe And more. then before I took the DNA test, because I had to get a guy, come do the cotton swab in the mouth. Before I got a picture, she sent a picture of my daughter to me. And I mean, it looks just like me. It looks like my baby photo. What did she you, even has the same dimple in the what chin? Did your parents, <laughs> what did your parents? Well, say? they well they this got because so because the mom sent sent the photo to them too, <gasps> and the parents like I was like, well, I don't know, I'm taking DNA. Test. And my mom's like, you really need to take a DNA <laughs> test. Look at this girl. Were they pissed or were they like? No, my yeah. parents. You know the thing about my parents I've learned over the years is they're the fucking best yeah oh my parents are the that's so nice best. to hear because i feel like a lot of I, I hear it in comedy a lot i don't like it when people you know talk well, bad about their parents even if they same thing if they disagree with them politically or whatever they always think like oh well i have not live in los angeles and that like a lot of people no. from like midwest or whatever or south the south too like i th- yeah they just think like that where the where they came from is so yeah you know there is there is a way of of being that i believe in and this is for another another time up. Yeah. But there is just a way of being I I, I truly believe in that is just evolved that that is available to everyone. Right. If they take mushrooms. Yeah. I'm half joking. I'm half serious. I'm half joking. I'm half. I'm serious. I'm not. I'm serious. But I think there is a way of being that um is really about. It's sort of an extraction of Buddhism, which is like yeah. nothing is personal you have the responsibility for everything in your life and the world that you create and the vision and that you can be compassionate towards everybody and everyone has, has, you know, and you, you hear about people who take these mushroom trips. I, I experienced this. I was a Kundalini yoga instructor. I was like, I did, I went into landmark. I did all this shit, Buddhism. And the thing that like, but you hear about people do these mushroom tricks as they do these trips or LSD. Yeah. And then they, they like they ha- they see Osama bin Laden and they see Hitler and they see the humanity in all these people like underneath all the shit yeah and all the societal crap that's that's created evil men there's goodness like the soul is a, is a good souls are good and they want to be good and when they're not there's something happened there's yeah. a problem they were crafted they're created they weren't born evil no right. one was born evil and um so I think it's all connected because I do think that I really think that if everyone Congress did mushrooms together, I think <laughs> the world would be so much better. Yeah. Or LSD or ayahuasca. And I'm not like a total like Joe Rogan, like completely psychedelic guy. And I haven't done that much, but I, right. but I just, do you do like micro dosing or you just do actual? No, I trip baby. Mo- trip. I go on trips. I'm like, I'm going on a trip tonight. That's funny. But, but if you do it with a good intention, there's a book right now yeah. called uh, how to change your mind. Michael yeah. Pollan, who wrote omnivores dilemma. He's a great writer, food writer. And it's about his experience taking mushrooms in the sixties, not yeah. in the sixties, in his sixties. Oh, took, in his sixties. He took yeah. mushrooms for the first time. Yeah. And just the the amount of, it's like two years of therapy, the amount of self-realization <laughs> and transformation that can occur from the way you see nature, the way you see your relationship to yourself, That's interesting. to other people. It's really, if I've you haven't that. done it, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I get, I'm just so paranoid about drugs because I have like 
schizophrenia in my family and <laughs> I get paranoid because my uncle uh he kind of I mean he was always like prone to it but then after whatever drugs he did it kind of like well let me say this it. I th- I, th- I do think that um like, I haven't it's just a, kind of a fear if you if you feel like you know you have mental illness and yes you, you I know. get that I think that but I've heard for depression and stuff it's oh it's, it, it's you make new it's like, great pathways. as a matter of fact people who have addictions yeah can get rid of their addictions yeah. with mushrooms and LSD. It's actually counter. I, I don't really think of, I mean, look, we're going to have a different conversation with this once this is off, but yeah. I think mushrooms are, are not a drug at all. Right. I think mushrooms, I'll, I'll tell you what I think about mushrooms. I should okay. have a whole this podcast is, yeah. just on mushrooms, <laughs> um, but we've been talking for a while yes, and we okay. never even got to you, Maddie. That's you're so, okay. you're, you're, you know, you're just kind of like, you should have your own podcast um, because you were, have been interviewing me. I have been interviewing <laughs> 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 Which is fair. Well, I am starting my own uh, show slash yeah film podcast what is it it's well i haven't started it yet i'm I'm gonna start filming this month good basically it's just gonna combine my because i don't want to go back to stand up right now or maybe sure not ever i don't know why not but it it just combines all my like interests which is comedy history and classic i love that film so it's gonna be kind of like a youtube series yeah it's gonna be kind of like Turner classic movies meets like actors comedy studio meets like a classic are you pitching at places no, because I'm just. I you just would do it to, and then try to yeah, get Yeah, but traction. I'm really making it. But I really want it to be. Uh, I think that's a great idea. Uh, glamorous and professional. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it's not going to be like me sitting around in a hoodie, like talking in a mic. <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with that, but that's like not my brand. You know yeah, yeah. I mean? you're, so, you like, seem you're very put I'm together gonna, and I'm very not polished. I'm not going to do that. Like, do, you have any, <laughs> do you have anything out right now that people could see or no. watch or YouTube or. I mean, or not things? really. I mean, I, I guess I do have like stand up clips up, but. I mean, they, do you have any TV, will, TV or film out there that you might be ashamed no, of to, to no, tell people I about? Want to share with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Do you have an OnlyFans? No, yeah, I have an OnlyFans. <laughs> um, well, listen, we've been talking for yeah. a while, and uh, and you're great. You're fun. I, I, I'm glad that, that I too. met you, and uh, and I think that we have a lot of the same same values, and so. we can talk about it. Yeah, we do. So very cool it's to meet a new friend. And um, where can people very find fun. you? Uh, like on social media. Yeah. No, now, where's, what's your address? Well, now I'm scared. Yeah, table art. <laughs> Break everything. I don't want to go to work anymore. I'm sick of working. Um, I only have like, well, I guess I have Facebook, but I but I, I pretty much just use my Instagram. Instagram. Right? Yeah. yeah. What is my Instagram? I'm so bad at it's uh, social media. Maddie Hansen underscore one. Yeah, I am. Yes. But now I'm just scared. I'm scared of everything on, on social media. <laughs> like, just push, post pictures looking cute and you'll be fine. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to do. Right. Until cute becomes problematic. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you.